What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode four of a podcast on Elm Street. Um, this is week two of our Christmas um, special, I guess. Uh, this was my pick, and I chose one of my favorite holiday horror movies, Krampus. And uh, Brooke, I'm assuming you've seen it before. Yeah, I've seen it before as well. Uh, this is my second time watching it. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched it like since it came out. Uh, what, 2017? Uh, 2015. Jesus. Yeah. Okay, 2015. Um, yeah, so my second viewing. Nice. I think I've watched it every year since it came out. Yeah. It's become one of those movies that I just kind of have yeah. to watch at Christmas time. Yeah. But yeah, it's one of my favorites. Um, hopefully, you enjoyed it too, Brooke. Yep. Yep. I think I can easily. Add it to my uh, annual Christmas watch. Don't get too ahead of myself, but yeah, I definitely agree with you there. All right, so I guess we'll jump right into the synopsis. Um, A boy who has a bad Christmas accidentally summons a festive demon to his family home. Again, another one that's pretty short and sweet, but it's good. Uh, This cast is like fucking all-star cast. It is, it really is. We got Adam Scott, we got Tony Collette, we got, uh, what's his name, David Keckner. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the other girl's name, uh, but she was in... Uh, Allison Tolman. Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, I didn't write her name down, but uh, for Two and a Half Men. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. Um, if you don't know most of these names, then I don't know, are you even watching movies? Uh, uh, yeah. I love Adam Scott. He's one of my favorite actors. Yeah. So, yeah, so the top build cast is, um, from what I could see anyways, was Adam Scott, who played Tom, who was the father of of the family, like the main family that's in the movie. Um, he's known for Step Brothers, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, uh, Little Evil, Parks and Rec, um, a few other things. I thought he was in a lot more. Me too. But his resume, like, it's not yeah. short, but it's just, like, like, there's not a lot of big name movies. Big Little Lies. HBO show. Yeah. Sidebar: Have you watched Little Evil? Yeah. Is it worth watching? Yeah. Cause I always see it on there, and it's like kind of. Yeah. And eh, yeah. do I want to watch this now? Yeah, it's on Netflix. I yeah. mean, yeah, I'm watching it for free. So exactly. But yeah, it wasn't terrible. Um, then we have Tony Collette, who is like one of the biggest actresses on. Yeah, I feel like she's like before Hereditary came out last year, she was this like super underrated, yeah. like unknown. She wasn't unknown, but she just wasn't in. Yeah. Like, she kind of, it seemed like she kind of fell off for a little bit. Yeah. Like, she wasn't in a whole bunch. Um, but, yeah, she plays Sarah, who is Tom's wife. And, like Brooke said, she's in Hereditary. She was in Velvet Buzzsaw, uh, the 2001 Fright Night remake, The Sixth Sense, like, many more. But there was, it yeah. seemed like there was a break in there yeah. where you didn't hear yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> Um, then there's MJ Anthony who played Max. So he's Tom and Sarah's son. Uh, he was in chef, bad moms, bad moms, Christmas and insurgent. 
he's he's been in some good movies. Like those Bad Moms movies are hilarious. I haven't seen them yet, but I heard they're like really good. Chef, I liked a lot. Yeah, Chef was wicked. Um, and then Stefania Lavi Owen, who played Beth, and she is Max's sister. Uh, she was in The Lovely Bones, All We Had, The Beach Bum, and The Cat in the Moon. So I've only seen Lovely Bones on, on from her movie I, list. I haven't seen any of her movies. Um, and then, like I said, there's, or like we said at the start, there was a, a few more, but these seem to have been the top four build. Yeah, David Kecker, like you know him as Champ from uh, Anchorman, yeah. and uh, Todd Packer from The Office, yeah. and another girl, Allison. I've only ever known her from Fargo, the first season. Yeah. I've never seen her in anything else yeah. other than this, obviously. Yeah. Um, with David Keckner, like it seems like he always plays the same kind of role. Like he's really obnoxious and almost like a redneck, and yeah. But uh, I was listening to the Office Ladies podcast last night. And which, which which one the the one the, the sexual, sexual that's on my last watched episode still yeah but uh, so that, yeah so that that's the first time you see him in oh. it and they were saying like that uh, he is so worried that people think that that's actually how he is in real life but they said he's like the nicest person ever yeah he just plays a really good asshole I guess um so this was directed by Michael Doherty and he has done Trick or Treat. Uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, and he's directing the upcoming Trick or Treat too. Um, so he's he's got a pretty small directing resume, but all the movies so far have been. Yeah, yeah I didn't look at his his IMDb because I wanted to wait to see yeah. what movies he did. But Trick or Treat, I've only I only found like three or four years ago. Yeah, and it was solid. I haven't seen the new newest Godzilla came out this year, so I, I don't. I haven't either, but I heard it's really good. Yeah. I mean, those are only three that he's actually done post-production now yeah and then trick-or-treat two that's coming up nice. um so that's all i got for him yeah jump into the movie spoilers as always all right so the uh, movie opens up with a christmas shopping montage it kind of looks like a uh, black friday shopping everyone's going crazy greeter gets trampled at the entrance um I'm not sure what music they're playing. I don't think there's like, I forget if it was a Christmas song that was going on during all this. Yeah, it was. I didn't write it down, but uh, so there's customers fighting over toys. A uh, married couple gets tased by security. So, kind of the opening slow motion montage, you kind of know what the movie is going to be like through the rest of it. And then uh, the son, Max, is fighting with another kid. Tom and Sarah are running to break up the fight and. They're like kind of like a problem family, I guess. Seems like it happens all the time. So then it cuts back. They get back to the house, and uh, old Scrooge movie is playing while uh, Omi, the uh, grandmother, is baking. Um, so Omi is German, and she doesn't speak English at first. And I think the only people that can understand her is Max and, and Tom. Yeah. So I think she's Tom's mom. And uh, so, yeah, I think Max and Tom, I think Max can, I don't think he can talk German, but he can definitely understand yeah. what she's saying. Because she's speaking to him and he's responding in English, like yeah. directly answering what she's yeah. saying. Yeah, exactly. Um, so then the rest of the family shows up, uh, Sarah's sister, her husband, uh, the four kids and a dog. And then 
uh, Linda, who is uh, Sarah's sister, also brings their aunt uh, Dorothy along. And Sarah and Linda don't like her. Um, one gripe I have with the movie is they don't really like explain who each family member is. They just kind of have to figure it out. Um, but I mean, whatever. So, um, so then they have a, uh, the Christmas dinner, dinner next. It's kind of like a typical family Christmas dinner. Uh, there's fighting, people are arguing. Um, so uh, Howard, the uh, Linda's husband, uh, they have two daughters, Jordan and Stevie. They steal Max's letter that he wrote to Santa earlier and start reading it out loud. Um, <laughs> it was funny too during this. They're like, they're reading, Max is basically writing like, oh, I feel so bad for Uncle Howard and Aunt Linda and and how Stevie and Jordan, how Howard wanted them to be boys. And then it's like, they they look like like boys and they're named after boys. That was um, funny. Um, the one... The one sister is actually uh, Beth's sister in real life. Oh, really? I forget which one it is, but oh, yeah. That's cool. Um, so they, they end up fighting uh, Max and the one uh, sister, and then Max goes upstairs angry, saying he just wants Christmas to be like he usually is. So I'm guessing that Howard and the rest of the family don't usually come to their gatherings. I think they I don't. I feel like they've made reference to them coming before. Yeah. But I, it seems like, like Max's actual family is like just too busy for their yeah. traditional Christmas. What yeah. they normally do. And also throughout the movie, like Howard keeps referencing that oh, I should have went to my brother's. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. So, so the Max is upstairs in the room. In his room, Tom comes up and starts talking to him. Uh, Tom leaves, and then Max rips up his ladder and throws it out the window. Then a huge storm rolls in, the power goes out. Uh, so then it's the next morning and someone built a snowman outside that Max notices. Uh, the DHL guy comes to drop off a package. Um, there's also a big like uh, Santa, Santa toy sack that's there and the DHL driver didn't bring that. It was just left there. So then um, the best boyfriend isn't answering, I guess, their Skype messages or something because the power's out, so I don't know how. Anyway. Well, they were the night before. Yeah, that's true. So I think she's just trying to text him now. Yeah. Answer yeah. here. Yeah. So she's going to go see if he's okay. She has to be back in about an hour. So then Omi starts making hot chocolate for everyone. She doesn't really say much during the movie at all. So then it uh, cuts to Beth. She's walking down the streets, uh, really bad weather going on, and then it starts to get dark. And then this is when we first see Krampus. He's up on a roof, and she sees him. She starts running, and then he's jumping from rooftop to rooftop. It's just like a silhouette. Like, you don't see. Yeah, exactly. Um so then she sees the DHL truck and the driver's frozen dead inside the van. She hides underneath the van. Uh, Krampus shows up. He has hooves. So they're kind of starting to piece together. I don't know if you see his um, horns. No, you only saw them in the silhouette. Only in, only in the silhouette, yeah. 
Yeah, because right now you just see his feet because it's like her view of what she's seeing. Yeah, exactly. So uh, she's under there. He leaves, and he leaves a jack a jack in the box toy, like outside the van, and then it starts to do the typical wound the the jing, jingle it does, and then it pops up. Then the camera goes to the top of the van. The van shakes, so you assume that Beth is dead, and you don't see her for the rest of the movie. Um, so I haven't watched this in a while, so I didn't remember what happened to her. Like I had, a, I thought she would come back yeah. during the movie, but she never does. So then the family's worried about Beth. Um, Tom asks if Howard's Hummer can get through this weather, and of course Howard's like, "Yeah, of course it can." Omi doesn't want them to go out. She says it's too dangerous. So Howard's basically like the uncle off of Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Yeah, shitter's full. <laughs> so the the kids are sent to the kitchen with Dorothy while the parents talk. Uh, Omi goes there as well. They're going to board up the windows. They'll, they're going to find Beth once the weather breaks. You skipped a part. Did I? Because they go and they go to the boyfriend's house. I thought that was Because they go to the boyfriend's house and uh, and they see the gingerbread man. Like It's not until they come back that they board up the house. Oh. Is it? Or am I wrong? Maybe. Let me see. Yeah, no. Because, yeah. It's whenever they get back to the house, they start boarding everything up. Oh. Oh, yeah. I totally got the part there. Yeah, right. All right. Sorry, guys. Uh, so, yeah, tell them how to go out to find a snow plow. But they go out and they see a snow plow. The keys are still in it, but uh, the driver, they think that the driver flew at the window, but then Tom is like, oh, no, the glass is caving in. Yeah. So he got pulled out. So the keys are still in it. Um, Howard brought guns. Just that's Howard, so so he's ready to go for who knows what. Um. So then they hear. So then the family at the house they start to hear noises upstairs. Uh, I think Sarah says it's a it's just squirrels and they hear a loud bang. And then back at Derek's house, the boyfriend. Um, Howard and Tom are inside, and they, like Mark said, they see a gingerbread man uh, stabbed on the fridge, and then at the fireplace, it looks like the uh, the gas line blew, and then they see goat footprints on the in the snow. Yeah, like the whole mantle's like kind of split apart. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, then you hear Beth scream. They go back outside, and Howard gets dragged into the snow by uh, by something. And he gets bits. Tom shoots it, and then it leaves. It's almost like tram, like from Tremors, like yeah, like, yeah, Beetlejuice or something like that. Yeah, you don't actually see it though. You just see the the ground where it's like going coming up and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So they get back to Howard's Hummer, and it's totally destroyed. Uh, Tom and Howard get back to the house, and Omi tells them to keep the fire hot. So obviously, she knows something. She knows what's going on so then um so like i said before the kids get sent to the kitchen with dorothy while everyone while the parents talk they're going to board the windows and they'll go back out to find beth once the weather breaks 
So when everyone's sleeping, Howard is supposed to be on the first watch, but of course he falls asleep. Uh, the fire goes out, and then their iPad dies, and a chain comes down the fireplace with a hook on it, and there's a gingerbread man attached to the hook. And Howie Jr., who's a fat little kid, he wakes up, grabs a gingerbread man, and takes a bite of its head. And then this is like the remember to think the only CGI really in the whole movie, which is awesome. So the gingerbread man uh, wakes up, starts to scream. It wraps the chain around Howie Jr. and pulls him up the chimney. Everyone wakes up, trying to pull him down, but they can't. He gets taken up in the chimney, and the tree catches on fire as well. Um, during this scene and some of the presents uh, catch on fire. Um, so that's our first real look at one of the monsters. This is this is when the movie picks up. So then um, Omi says that it's all their fault and she starts to tell them about the story about Krampus and how it comes to punish people who don't believe in Santa slash Christmas anymore. Basically they lose the, the, the Christmas spirit. So, um, I really like that animation of the flashback too. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like Tim Burton ish yeah. a bit, like a little bit. So yeah, it basically shows like Omi has seen Krampus before she, he spared her way back in the day. He killed her parents, but left her to remind her to appreciate the holidays. Um, so yeah, she tells them, how Krampus punishes people who don't believe in Santa anymore. Howard doesn't believe her. Now there's multiple snowmen outside and one who looks exactly like Howie Jr. So I don't know if that's like all of the people like in the community who yeah. are dead now or went to hell who are now that's, snowmen, I guess. That's what I got from it. Like that first one that we see like at, at the start of all this, I think it could either be like the boyfriend or that DHL driver. Cause yeah. Yeah. I think it was the boyfriend because the DHL driver showed up at the same time when Max was looking at the window. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. So it would oh, have been. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think you're right. I think it probably is the boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. So I think there's probably like at this point, there's probably like, I don't know, five or six snowmen outside. Yeah, if not more. Yeah. Yeah. And we hear the the elves kind of laughing and stuff and running between them. Yeah. Um, so then Linda is uh, checking on the burnt presents, and then she hears something inside one, but then she gets called away, and then she doesn't actually open the presents. So then the plan is to get the snowplow that had the keys in it and get to the mall or the police station, whatever um, they can get to. Yeah, because the mall serves as an emergency shelter in situations like this, they were saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then Jordan and Stevie, they're going upstairs because apparently Aunt Dorothy clogged the shitter downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I laughed at it. Um, yeah, Aunt Dorothy is kind of like the humor kind of in this, this uh, movie. Um, she's funny. So then they hear Beth. Uh, so then... They go upstairs and they get taken. Um, they, I think they scream at one point. Then uh, Linda, Tom, and Sarah go upstairs to find them. Something broke out of the presence that Linda was looking at before. And then Howard is downstairs. And then in the background in the gingerbread house, you see a little gingerbread man hiding. He has a shotgun. 
Um, so then you get upstairs, and this is where shit hits the fan. This this is fucking awesome. I love it. So then you go upstairs, and there's this giant Jack in the Box slash clown. Uh, it's just finishing eating Jordan, and it was I was scared. It was terrifying. Yeah, it's it is creepy. Like it is creepy looking, and uh, so it was it was awesome. So then downstairs. There's, I think, three or four gingerbread men. They shoot Howard in the leg with a nail gun. Then it cuts back upstairs. There's, like, a, an owl doll. It's, a, like, an angel ornament, like, that you'd put on the top of the tree. Yeah. But, I don't know, but bigger, I guess. It has, like, wings and has, like, these little, like, claws. It's kind of creepy looking. So then it, uh, it swings down and attacks Sarah. And then an evil teddy bear shows up and bites Linda. He's terrifying too, but I think the Jack in the Box does it for me. Um, and then a, a metal robot that has like kind of like knives and like scissors on it, like attacks Tom. And then Linda sees uh, Stevie. She's in another room tied up with Christmas lights. And she just goes on a full rampage. She like flings the teddy bear off, uh, like kicks the the doll and then like smashes the robot off Tom and she just saves all of them. She tries to go after the Jack in the box with an ax too, but it like scurries. Yeah. yeah. Like crawls through the attic. Yeah. And like these monsters here, they're like all practical effects, yeah, all which is awesome. Yeah. Which I appreciate so much. Um, so then downstairs, Howard sets the gingerbread men on fire and then one is still alive, and this was a pretty cool shot. It like jumps up with the candy cane that's like broken. It's like about to kill him. Then, yeah, and then like the dog just like bites it, and eats it. Um, so I, I thought this whole scene was really cool. It was probably my favorite. So then they're all downstairs. Um, Jordan's gone. Howie Junior's gone. <clears throat> then they send the dog upstairs to the vent. Uh, you hear it get killed. Or something. Yeah, you can hear a fight, definitely. Yeah, definitely fighting something, and then it, like kind of whimpers that way. Yeah, and, I don't think you ever see the dog again after that. No, you don't. And then the Jack in the Box uh, falls through the ceiling with the doll and the bear. And the Jack in the Box is huge, like is massive. Um, so then Aunt Dorothy grabs the shotgun. She shoots the doll and the bear with the shotgun. They're dead. Then she's about to kill the clown. Then the dark elves uh, crash through the window. Uh, Krampus is here. Or, sorry. Yeah, they crash through the window. Um, they take the baby and they take uh, Aunt Dorothy. And then Howard just kind of hops on to the, the clown to like try to save the baby, I guess. So they go flying through the window. Uh, they're gone. This whole movie, like, the only person I feel sorry for is that baby. Yeah. It's, like, crying through the whole movie. Like, you feel bad for it in the movie and as yeah. like, the actual baby. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, they're gone. Uh, Krampus is here. You can hear him coming down the chimney. So they're going to make a break for the snowplow. Omi decides to stay. She wants to face Krampus uh, once and for all. So this scene's awesome as well. He comes down the chimney. It's like doing the cracking like it before. And then he shows up and he's so badass looking. Like this isn't like 
this is practical effects. Like I'll get to more, I'll get to it more later. But man, it's awesome. So then uh, he faces Omi, and then she has like his toy sack there, and then she gets gets put in the toy sack, I guess. Um. So then she's gone, and then the the rest of them they get to the snowplow. Tom is going to stay and fight off the snow monster because it's back. He gets killed by it, and then next, Linda gets killed by it, and then finally Sarah gets taken by it as well. They all get killed pretty quickly. It's kind of, it's, yeah, it's kind of a bummer, but yeah, I don't know. It was very quick. There was like no, well, I mean, once you get to the end, but like there was no survivor in the movie either. Like once everybody started dying, no. it was just like bang, 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 bang. Yeah. Yeah, especially like those three, like they're just gone, and like you don't even see them just get taken into the snow and just never seen again. So then uh, Max and Stevie, they're left in the snow plow. I uh, don't know how Max expects to drive this big ass <laughs> snow plow, but whatever. Doesn't have any time because the uh, the dark elves show up. Uh, they take Stevie. They're trying to get Max out. He kicks one of them off the snow plow, and he gets it gets taken by the snow monster. So. Be interesting to see like what that was. Yeah. So then Krampus shows up. He drops Max's letter to Santa in front of him, and he leaves Max alive, kind of like how he did with Omi back in the day. So then Max goes back to Krampus, and he says he takes back his wish, and wants his family back. And then a big hole to hell opens up, and there's all the dark, dark elves, and Krampus is there. Um, he Max says to take him instead. Uh, he throws Stevie into the hole, and then he's about to throw Max in the hole as well. And then he says, "Just want Christmas to be like it used to be." And then he just gets and he's like he's crying, and then like yeah. you almost think that Krampus is gonna like take his side, yeah, it's a tear off his cheek, but then he starts to laugh. Like, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I just throws them in. Um, so he throws them in the hole, and then he wakes up the next day. And he goes downstairs. It's Christmas Day. Everyone's there. Uh, it's the perfect Christmas for Max. He's super happy. Everyone's there. Tells his parents he loves them. The Howard and the rest of the family, they're not being weird. They're being super normal and nice. Yeah, it's a really nice Christmas scene. Yep. But then Max gets a present and he opens it and it's the same ornament that Omi got. Uh, I didn't mention it before, but Omi got left a Christmas ornament that had uh, Krampus's name on it. So he gets it. Then the camera leaves the room, goes outside, and then they're in a snow globe and in hell, I guess. It's like in Krampus's lair, yeah. Yeah. Like you can see him yeah. like up on the shelf. Yeah, yeah which... It was like a big dungeon just full of all these snow globes. Um, so my guess is that they that they're celebrating Christmas every day. I guess to appreciate what they gave up, in the, in like when they were alive. I guess. Yeah. So I'll get into it later on. But there's two fan theories. Okay. Michael Doherty kind of um, agreed to one of them. Okay. So he full out said, "Yeah, it's that yeah. one." Okay. So he kind of yeah. made made reference like I'm maybe yeah i'm interested to see what it was yeah. so uh so yeah the movie ends and that's it 
Not before a jump scare with all the monsters, though. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, so I did watch the special features on my Blu-ray, and there was an alternate ending. Oh, really? So do you want It's not very much, so yeah. just do it. So the alternate ending is basically the same ending, except when it goes outside, there's no snow globe. It's just family, and they're, like, I guess alive, or, yeah, that's it. So I was like, it's kind of dumb to do that. <laughs> snow globe idea better. Yeah. So that's Krampus. All right. So like I said at the start, I fucking love this movie. I watch it every year at Christmas time. Um, so my reviews, my scores are going to be fairly high. Brooke, I don't know what yours are, but yeah. Uh, anyway, so for my story or for the story, I gave it an eight out of ten. Um, I found it was a fresh take on a genre that doesn't get done very often with like the Christmas horror. Yeah, like, exactly. There's, there's quite, quite a few, a few of them, them but, but they're not all done well. Like yeah. there's a shit ton of Halloween horror movies yeah. that are like great. Yeah. But I found like I find that the holiday horrors aren't always that good. No, like yeah. a few that are really good. But, exactly. Um. But yeah, I had never heard of the myth of Krampus before this movie came out, and like upon my first watching, I thought it was just a character that they made up for the movie. Oh really? I looked into it a little bit more. Okay. Yeah, I, I had no idea that it was actually a myth. Um, I found, like, the story as a whole kind of fit every mold of every Christmas movie basically ever made. Yeah. But they added that horror element to That's it. That's basically so, exactly what I said, yeah, too. I feel like they could have made it their own a little bit <clears throat> more rather than take that template that's already been... Yeah, um, basically. Yeah, they just added that horror element, but because yeah, like I said before, like it's kind of almost exactly like Christmas Vacation, yeah. like family differences. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, my story I gave it an eight out of ten, and the quality I gave it a nine out of ten. Um, the acting was great, which I mean, with that all star cast, you would I, yeah. If it wasn't anything but great, I'd be yeah. kind of upset uh the script was well done it was funny um there was some tension building moments uh i don't know yeah some good one-liners here and there yeah uh the costume design was like a plus krampus looked awesome generally genuinely creepy the elves were creepy as shit um we've said it already i like the fact that it was like practical effects more so than cgi yeah um because feel like in this day and age this is the type of movie that a lot of directors would cop out on and yeah. go like straight cgi yeah. so i liked that uh, michael doherty was able to go the old school yeah. route and i think it was because they only had like a 15 million dollar budget really yeah so i think with the cgi that would have like shot it through the roof like with all the different characters that they had i to guess do. so because i think the practical effects cost a lot less huh ah, that's I don't know why more people don't do it that way then. It's harder. I guess, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. Take, they take the CGI yeah, route. It's, it's easier. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like we said, the gingerbread men were basically the only major CGI effects as well as that uh, that flashback video. Yeah. Um, the, the Yule Goat reindeer, like uh, Krampus's big reindeers that are attached to his. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, they did. Yeah. 
I uh, I looked up what they are, and they're called Yule Goats. Yule Goats? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. I thought they looked awesome. Um, there's some cheap jump scares here and there, but nothing that, like, really ruined the movie at yeah. all. Uh, yeah. So, 8 out of 10 for story, and 9 out of 10 for quality for me. Nice. All right. So, my story, I gave it a 7 out of 10. Um, I've always loved the Krampus folklore. Like, I knew about it before this movie came out. So, um, it's like old German folklore. And it's like, just badass. Like, I don't know. I just love it. Um, as far as the movie goes, pretty typical Christmas family, like Mark said before. The weird side of the family shows up and blah, blah, blah. Same old, same old. <laughs> but um, uh, they didn't really explore the characters very much either. Like, you don't know anything about anybody. Like, yeah, you don't know true. why they don't like Aunt Dorothy. They just hate her. Yeah. And you don't know... Like, you don't even know the baby's name. That's true, right? And, like... Anyway. Yeah. So, but I really liked the ending of it, though. Um, so, my score is pretty much based on, like, just... I love the Krampus folklore so much. Um, yeah, yeah, nothing, like, too... I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, seven out of ten for story. Uh, for quality, give it an eight out of ten. Um, like I touched before, there's too many family characters. They didn't explore them all to care about any of them. But I mean, for a horror movie, you can't really explore every character. Um, obviously, with like Adam Scott and Tony Collette and like the main three or four, like the actors you cheer for them, root for them. Yeah. Um, the monsters are really well done, like top notch, like, oh my God, amazing. Yeah. And uh, Michael Doherty, he really cared about this product and you can tell he's passionate about horror, horror comedies. Um, I thought that it's, uh, and in the special features, he did talk about that he wanted to make a movie like Gremlins and like other holiday horror movies. Um, this wasn't as good as those, but it's, I think for me, it's definitely a, a movie that I'm going to add to my list to watch every, every year. And uh, I thought the movie had a good balance of humor mixed with the horror elements. Yeah. So yeah, seven and 10 for story and quality. I gave it eight out of 10. Nice. So not too bad. No. Um, we both scored it higher than uh, the critics and the audience on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Hmm. So the critics' consensus, Krampus is gory good fun for fans of non-traditional holiday horror hmm. with a fondness for Joe Dante's B-movie classics, even if it doesn't have quite the savage bite its concept calls for. Um, so the critics scored it a 67% on 127 ratings and the audience with this really surprised me the audience scored it at 51 percent on 26,550 ratings really yeah i don't know i figured the audience score would yeah i feel like like like, i feel like every like horror like people who like horror they really adore this movie yeah and i figured there'd be more reviews for it too like it's been out for almost five years now yeah that's true but, huh. yeah 
Um, so yeah, the good couple good critic reviews. Jeffrey M. Anderson from Common Sense Media. Uh, this movie sometimes gets lost in all its monster fights, but then the ominous, somewhat ambiguous ending ties everything together. Krampus may be too much for sensitive viewers, but lovers of alternative holiday viewing will rejoice. See, I feel like we didn't see enough of the monsters. Like, I would have really liked to see some longer scenes with, with not with all of them, but like with some of them. What was the rating on this movie? PG-13? Yeah. yeah. So that might be why. They might have cut some of it out. Yeah, but what was, like, Gremlins was, back then, was PG? Because I don't know if they had PG-13 yet. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I think it was PG. I feel like Gremlins is, like, way more, like, gory and, like... Yeah. Not gory, but more to it. Yeah. But I almost, like... I also see Gremlins as more of, like, not a kid's movie, but, like, I watched it. Like, I remember watching it when I was a kid. Yeah, Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's weird how anyway, David Aldridge from Radio Times. Still it nicely blends horror and humor, delivers scary stuff at its best, and is well worth the watch if you're sick to the stomach of traditional Christmas slush. Hmm. So yeah. And we'll jump ahead to the bad critic reviews. So AA Dowd from the A V Club. Otherwise, this holiday season fright flick never leaps far enough outside of its own box. The movie flirts with going full-on monster mash with really cutting loose, but the mayhem is too little too late. That was a good one? No, it's a bad one. Oh, okay. I didn't say. Yeah. Uh, and, like, I added this review onto it because I, I kind of agree with it in a sense. Like, yeah. I just said, like, I wish there was more of the, yeah. the monsters and maybe a little bit more gore to it, but yeah. Oh, well, um, and another bad critic review, Stephanie Zakarik from time magazine. I'm surprised anyone from time magazine even watched this. Movie. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, some clever soul might have done something moderately effective with this idea, but Krampus is too dumb to be scary and too listless to be entertaining. Disagree. Yeah. I don't agree with that at all. And some good audience reviews. Joseph B., darkly hilarious with some decent special effects, make this a strangely perfect holiday flick. So that's one I can agree with. Yep, spot on. Um, And Henry J., Krampus is a cult classic. By this very definition, you'll either love this movie and add it to your annual holiday movie watching traditions, or it will not be your cup of tea. The only way you can hate this movie is if you expected something very different than what the final project produced. Krampus is great if you loved Gremlins. It is a comedy horror-esque movie that checks all the right boxes for those that hate the cheap thrills of jump scares but are not in the mood for a silly magic of the season movie. So I think that's like the perfect way to Honestly, to describe. Yeah, it is. Yeah, like you're either gonna love it or you're gonna hate it. Yeah, and like but, like the the reviews, like the audience was fifty one percent. Yeah, and critics is sixty seven. Yeah. It's like, like the yeah. audience is basically like 50 50. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and bad audience reviews. So this person didn't have a name. Um, terrible, poorly written story. It's only saving grace is the acting. And this one is crazy. Uh, Emily T. Worst movie I've ever bought. Pegged it as a crappy movie. And what would happen before it started? Only good part was the end. And the huge mistake was spending $5 on it. 
uh, it was not a deal. It was more of the crap fest. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. No. But anyways, yeah. I mean, I rented it on my PlayStation for $5. <laughs> and I was happy to do that. <laughs> um, I know that I have it, but uh, yeah. all my movies are currently in boxes right now, and I didn't feel like digging through them. That's hilarious. Five yeah. bucks. That's a steal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what'd you give it for a scare rating? Scare rating, give it a six out of 10. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, just the, the thought of a demon dressed as a creepy old man coming to punish you for not believing in Christmas is pretty terrifying in itself, but uh, overall the movie itself wasn't that scary. Um, the monsters were creepy and scary, especially the Jack in the box monster, which was that, yeah, that was terrifying. He fucked you up. eh? He did. Yeah. So six out of ten. All right. What about you? I gave it a two out of ten. Wow. Oh yeah. my god. Maybe it's because I've seen it so many times now. I don't know. Maybe. But yeah, I don't find it scary at all. I found it like more funny. Um, the angel. I remember whenever I first watched it, like the first couple times I watched it, the yeah. the angel. Yeah. Got to me like the yeah. Jack in the Box got to you. Yeah. Um, but like now I was expecting it, so yeah, like, it was a lot less scary than, huh. than the first time I watched it. Uh, would we survive? I said not a fucking chance. Yeah, I'm not even gonna try and figure out some way that I that I could have got out of this. No, like I'd, I'd be screwed because I don't. Like yeah. I honestly didn't don't see how there's a way out. Exactly. Like he he's known for killing off families. Yeah. He usually leaves one kid. Yeah, I'm not a kid. Yeah, and even in this instance, like with Max, he showed zero remorse. Yeah, he was just like, huh, you're crying. Yeah. Peace. Yeah, yeah. No, I said I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't survive either. Uh, I'd probably be killed by like the gingerbread man, <laughs> just because I'm not a fan of gingerbread. So I feel like they'd probably get out, get me. So <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't survive this either. No. I don't think. All right. Um, so yeah, that's it for yours. Your end. I got the trivia. Oh yeah, trivia. Okay. Yeah. Um. So the film was originally to release on November 25th, but was pushed back to December 4th uh, to coincide with the, I'm not going to pronounce this right, but the Krampusnacht, which is a traditional Austrian festival held on December 5th that celebrates the Krampus coming to punish naughty children. It it blows my mind that they like celebrate this demon. Yeah. Yeah. Like, ugh. Uh, Krampus is a huge part of Austrian and German folklore. In Austria and southern Germany, they have Krampus runs, where grown-up men dress as Krampuses and parade <laughs> through the city streets and scare children. That's amazing. Like, I would love to go to that. Yeah. Uh, that opening sequence in the mall or the department store? Yeah. Uh, it was shot on location in one day at a department store in New Zealand. New Zealand? That's yeah. random. Yeah. I don't know if the whole movie was shot in New Zealand or not. Yeah, I, I didn't look it up. Yeah. I forgot. But uh, yeah, that'd be a wild, wild day of filming. Yeah. That opening scene was insane. Um, so this is the two fan theories for the ending. Okay. So the movie's ambiguous ending has spawned two fan theories. The first is that the Angles and their family are trapped in the snow globe, condemned to repeat Christmas morning for eternity and a twisted version of hell, which is what you had said. Yeah. Or two, uh, they were given a second chance, and the snow globe is Krampus's means of watching over them. Although writer-director Michael Doherty has refused to confirm which theory is true, 
The tie-in comic book Shadow of St. Nicholas confirms that the happy ending is the true one. The comic has murdered characters resurrected without any hint of a twist, showing that Krampus is willing to give people a second chance as long as they prove they've learned their lesson. Unlike his grandmother, Max was brave enough to confront Krampus and prove he'd learned his lesson, which was why Max had his family returned and the grandmother didn't. So, Wow. I, like, I didn't think of that. Yeah. I like that second thing. I like it too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, like... You can see all... Yeah. I like it. Yeah. So if they ever lose that Christmas spirit again, like and he's come back. back and kill them. Yeah. That's cool. I like yeah. it. So before we started recording, you said that you had some extra stuff to add. Yeah. So I watched all the special features on the, my Blu-ray. Um, so a few of them, it like went over... Like the set design, so like the set design, like all like snow and like the houses, like all that was on set, and like that all the whole street was a whole set. So really? it wasn't like snow wasn't CGI. Like it was like like this. The actors like described it on like you couldn't wear shoes in it because your foot would get stuck and pull your shoe off. It was like really hard to walk through really? it. Yeah, <laughs> and. uh so all of the the monsters in it are all puppets. So like um, the the bear is is a puppet, and it has people like in, in black suits controlling the puppet. Really? Yeah, and its face is animatronic. So there's a guy on the side with a remote control controlling all of the bear's facial features. Okay. So like in the movie, like there's people moving its feet and its arms and its mouth and shit, and the um, the the owl doll yeah. when it was up on that that scene, yeah. there was eight people controlling it. Like up there with it. Yeah. Jesus. So they're like controlling like its its wings and then like putting it down like onto Tony Collette yeah. and like moving it. And then the um, the Jack in the Box monster, there was three people in that. Okay. So there was one guy in the head. Yeah. So he's like standing up, like on his knees, yeah. like in the head part. There was a girl in the middle, just like she was told just to like squirm around and like push on it, like yeah. her knees. You can actually see yeah. like the person inside of it. That's what I was just going to say. And like you just basically. I just assumed that it was uh, Jordan because he just ate her. Yeah, right? exactly. So but it was the person inside. And then there was a third person who she was describing it. She had to do crunches. So she was like had her feet up and she had to like do crunches to move the tail around. <laughs> like, <laughs> and they're doing like, like shots, like filming like yeah. the whole day. So they'd be in that thing forever. Yeah. And then during the scene, um, whenever Howard and Dorothy get taken out the window, like they're in the monster, like obviously uh, stuntmen inside of it. And uh, they had doubles for Dorothy and for Howard. But what they did is they tied a chain around the guy and had like, um, uh, like an air compressor so, like, the higher air, the faster they went out. So, they got literally pulled out the window. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And, like, all the dark elves, they were actually, like, actors. And they, yeah. like, 
they had these giant masks on and when they first come in they were like on the outside they had to like jump up and swing into the window and they had masks on so they couldn't see shit so they would like hit the snowman that was there or like just get fucked up from it and then uh uh krampus he there was actually a guy inside of that and he had uh arming leg extenders it was basically he had i forget what it was but it was like super hot in there and it would be um to look out there was a camera like a video like a tv inside and (laughs) the way that he saw was on krampus's face there's like a little mole that was a camera so he was like looking through the video screen and the camera on his face and that's how we walk and stuff that's crazy yeah huh sounds like filming it was just as insane as watching it yeah exactly and uh yeah like uh the director said like he wanted to make something like gremlins and like those movies back in the day yeah he even wanted to use like the old school paramount logo for the opening oh did he yeah it's the one from like 1980 or something yeah. like that. Like he was going like full blown retro That's holiday cool. horror. Yeah. So uh, and it seemed like all the actors like had such a good time making this movie. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. yeah. Nice. It's, uh, that's what I got. Sweet. I'm glad you watched that. Yeah. Yeah. No, me too. Um, so I think that finishes up Krampus. Yeah. Uh, so continuing the Christmas. Uh, theme going a bit different for the next one uh my pick is uh, a nightmare before christmas yeah i'm pumped for it yeah yeah are you gonna get brady to watch it with you i might i'll see i'll see what he what he thinks of it yeah because it's not bad no yeah i don't know i love this movie yeah me too Uh, i got a tattoo of oogie boogie on me so i love this movie as well so yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Um, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, see you guys.